good afternoon, good evening, and good tomorrow. Welcome! Ah! Yes. Episode nine, should we date? We have a guest. We do. Miss Chelsea Russell. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Chelsea's my childhood bestie Aww. all the way from Singapore. And we both booted and came here. We did. And that's how this is all happening. Separately, though, you oh, came yes. earlier than I did. I did. Um, I followed you after a couple of years. Yes, yes. No, I left in like year nine. Did boarding school that Chelsea was meant to do. Um, Only signed up to the boarding <laughs> school because I was going to do it. And then I backed out last minute. Because <laughs> oh, of a stupid boy. He shall remain <laughs> nameless. Who are you? Oh, yikes. Uh, yeah. We're all 14 Never once. Mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, but no. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was scared of me for like seven years later. Yeah, you only started, you guys only became friends as soon as we broke up. Yeah. She hated him the whole time we were together. And then as soon as we broke She's up, like, she was oh, like, so oh, funny. I really like him now. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> that really did happen. Um, yeah. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> we're all friends now. Yeah, it had a happy ending. Yeah, it yeah. did. so episode eight we touched on people who were basically hustling and killing it and Mm -hmm. then we saw chelsea next day and we were like that's who we were in reference to pretty much people who were killing the game just absolutely ahead in their career we're like we might as well bring her on like while we're here yep yep and i'm happy to be here yeah (laughs) (laughs) so chelsea tell us the gang what do you do? Who are you? Okay, I am Chelsea. I di- I'm a software salesperson Woo! working for a large German company. Very, oh. very exciting. Yeah. I've been there for almost four years now. I started as an intern while I was doing uni. So I was doing three days a week there and doing full-time uni. And then I did their like sales graduate program. Um, and now I work there as a industry account executive. Selling to mining companies all over Australia. Big boss energy. (laughs) (laughs) And for reference, how old are you? You're 20. 22. 22. 22. Taylor Swift, 22. (laughs) And you're a sales executive. What is it? Account executive. Account executive. Yep. I'm an exec. That LinkedIn. Thank you. Thank you. It looks looks pretty cute. Yeah. (laughs) Looks pretty cute. And you get poached all the time on LinkedIn. I do. I have people messaging me all the time and I feel like it's kind of like my own version of Tinder. Like they're always messaging me oh, and they're yeah. like, hey, like, please come and talk to us for this job. And I'm like, nah, sweetie, I'm happy. Like, Swipe right. Like, yeah. <laughs> See ya. Like a little bit of window shopping for jobs. <laughs> it's good. LinkedIn poaching is good for the ego. Oh, it is. It like, is. It's like someone knows who I am. Exactly. I'm like, you want me. I know you do. Um, I got poached. Did you? Yeah. For who? I have no idea. I didn't bother <laughs> reading because I was like, I can barely do my job, let alone like someone else's. Yeah. The success starts. I know. I was like, well, you know what? They they had a good idea, but like didn't really work out. Wait a year or two. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. So at the moment you're in account exec. 
executive. An accountant. You're amazing. I'm so impressed. Oh my God, stop it. I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> so what is your goal? Like, what is your future goal? Do you have a career goal, a lifestyle goal? Like, where are you, where are you heading? Because you're so driven to be where you are at your age. Like, you're amazing. I think my goal overall, I want to run a company. So yeah, you watch do. out, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. I will be CEO. When I-, I know. And then <laughs> that's what I was like. I will do anything to help that happen because then she employs me. Absolutely. I've said As since I was little, I'm super high up, like social me- my executive social media, something can mm. just fly with me everywhere on private jets. Yeah. That's yeah. the dream. That is the dream. That's the dream. Chelsea's like, I need to do this. Like, no, no, no. Finish painting my nails <laughs> and then you can do that. Even though you pay for <laughs> my <yet>. whole life. <laughs> Better yet, we have a third person <laughs> paint both of our nails. Well, That's we hold that. <laughs> exactly exactly i choose my friends well you do you see all my friends are successful in some way or another it's really cool that's true actually you got yeah i can see that Mm. she picked them young chelsea Chelsea (laughs) (laughs) i love that what so what sort of company do you want to run like sales like what where are we heading i work in technology at the moment when i was younger i always said and jules can testify to this i always said i wanted to be queen of the world yeah um and i really feel (laughs) as though technology is like you know google and facebook like meta that they've just created yes. it is like they're running our lives i don't even search for things anymore i just like hold up my phone and go red boots into my phone yes. and all of a sudden all these ads pop yeah. up for red boots so i think technology is the future like let's be real if you're ceo of google i don't know that you can get much closer to queen of the world no yeah you're pretty much you're up there i'm gonna pull a full elon musk and name myself queen of queen of google did he say that no, no, no. His role is tech king and his um, chief financial officer is master of coin. Oh, like my Those God. are their official. Don't, don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure it's something like that. But he literally yeah. like has labeled himself like the different roles. To be fair, like Elon Musk is crazy. And some of the shit that comes out of his mouth is insane. But the influence he has on like crypto is unreal like oh. the teslas like they would just like no one has ever thought about that or been able to make it happen yeah like he's oh when he went on snl yeah like his spaceship stuff like he he's not just in one area of tech he's literally in everything and then and then grimes and then grimes oh grimes, grimes. What, a crap. what a queen what a queen i want to be grimes so badly i've seen grimes live and it was <gasps> everything as crazy as you think what? like I literally i think i was like 17 i was 18 for all the parents out there. I was 18 <laughs> and we were at a festival um, and we we're in Singapore and we had had a few drinks and she literally just starts in the middle of her songs. She's singing. Then she goes, Grimes, like in the middle of these songs. And we were literally so young. I had no idea who she was at the time, but I was like, oh, <laughs> holy this crap. Person? Yeah. Shit. So crazy. Yeah. Wait. So this was in Singapore at yeah. a festival. At a festival. 2016 yeah, yeah. Laneway. Singapore. Ah, I thought it was Laneway. It was Laneway. 2016 summer could never be beaten. I actually tend to agree with that. Yeah. It just was downhill since then. It was pretty downhill. 2014, also pretty good. Yeah. Was that like year 10 Yes. Yeah. Mm. 2014 yeah, was, was, was pretty good. 2019 plus, it's just not been good. Ugh. 2019 Oh my plus. God, what are you talking about? Okay, 2021 has been great. Because we were with you. Yeah. We were in a lot of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Met with stone cold silence. I don't, I don't know if I liked it that much. 
But speaking of like Corona, while we're on the topic, how did your job change with Corona and how, how was your like the dynamics around that? So we went from, I was working in an office every day. Like, you know, if you went out for work drinks that night, you'd be up and Adam at 7am the next day, no matter what time you got home, going into the office, full face of makeup. I wear stilettos to work, like the whole shebang to working from home where I literally would wake up at 8.55 to log on at nine o'clock. I wouldn't turn my camera on for the first like two hours of meetings so I could make myself look at least a little bit alive. But definitely I think working from home was draining. It got really hard to find motivation to get up every day because you just felt like you were living Groundhog Day. Mm. Every day you get up, you do the same thing. You talk to the same people. It felt like kind of nothing was moving. Yeah. But I think now that everything's opening back up, everyone's so excited to like, go to like events and be back in the office and like after work drinks are more like I guess valued than ever but Mm -hmm. definitely a different vibe like even networking is hard no 100% like virtually well I started my job um during lockdown yeah and so I've been working with my team for about like a month and a half to two months and um I haven't got to know my team I only see them on like work calls when we're saying oh can you do this can I do that blah 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 um, and then I had my work lunch for the first time yesterday and that was the first time I had ever met any of my team. I'm in a team of like seven women and the first time I had ever met any of them in person. That's crazy. It was so weird. Because you get used yeah. to hearing their voices and seeing them on camera. How yeah. tall are you? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. What if you're, you know, I expect you to, you, like you make your no, own assumptions we and all, all of a sudden saying. they're completely different height yeah. to what you expect. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird it's Mm. so strange and the other thing that I found was weird was like not being able to learn from people around you like that was when I was like like I am one of those people who picks up things passively and like oh that person like said that to a client like that's a really good way to like phrase it like really little things and you miss all of that hearing like background conversations of two people in the office talking you miss being able to just like quickly tap someone on the shoulder oh hey like I've gotten stuck here instead you have to like send an email set up a meeting all of a sudden you've wasted half an hour and it's like back like oh my gosh even this last week I literally sit on back-to-back meetings <laughs> talking about the same thing oh, no. over and over and yeah. by the end of the day I'm like no one look at me no one talk <laughs> to me I'm gonna sit here in the dark <laughs> literally so what do you think is like the future of your industry do you think it's like a hybrid model of work from home and work at the office or you think it's like office or like everyone's got different opinions on it so what about like the sales no tech? I think that companies these days have to be more flexible like People with kids have loved being able to work from home because mm-hmm. they can be there more for their kids. Yeah. They can pick them up from school or um, like our company, they've, they do, they co- it's called Pledge to Flex. But essentially the whole company has said, you don't have to go back into the office five days a week if that doesn't suit you. You don't have to go back into the office at all. Um, they're encouraging us to go back in at least two to three days a week because mm. you do get that office culture and things like that, which is part like, you know, you want to work for. But yeah. um, definitely it's not going to, it's never going to go, it's never going to be the same. You're never going to go back to the office five days a week. Mm-mm. Not travel. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> but never. even traveling, never. like my job, I used to travel at least every two weeks. I would be on a plane going somewhere. That's both become more and less important at the same time, which is so weird to try and navigate. Yeah. Did you do a lot of domestic travel? So Yeah. yeah. Lots of domestic travel. Like, Quick trips up to Sydney, team meetings up in Brisbane. I think team meetings are still important to do in person. Like you, there's nothing, like you can't have a team's meeting. A hundred percent. And it'd be the same as all being in a room and working off a no, whiteboard. a hundred percent. That's what I noticed at the lunch. Um, that was the first time I got to know my whole team and mm-hmm. like actually know 
if they had families or what they do for fun or like what their personality really was. There's it, nothing yeah. matches it. No, because I never had a conversation because it was only oh, delegating tasks. Yeah, literally. And I think also customers both don't need you to, but like respect more if you make the effort to go and see them in person. Mm. Like they appreciate being wined and dined more than ever because they haven't been able to do it in so long. Whereas yeah, before it was just an expectation. Yeah, I think it's important to like do tasks and like, as you said, like meetings and luncheons and stuff like that, that like builds relationships. But if you're just like working solo, it's not as important to be in the office anymore. I feel like. Oh, 100%. My whole job is like, I'm in sales. My whole job is building relationships, like building relationships with the people that I work with to get them to help me and building relationships with customers so that I can sell to them. Like that's my job. It's so hard to do virtually, Mm. like to build, like half my job is building trust. How are you supposed to build trust through a little screen? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So obviously, yeah, sales is important, but you're in the tech specifically. So how important is it for you to be passionate about the thing you're selling in that sort of industry? Where you, as you said, you're building trust, you're building relationships. Like you, I guess you've got to love or have passion for it. I think, I mean, look, there's, I think it's half and half. At the end of the day, you need to love the job you do. And I do love sales. um, And I think it's going to get me to where I want to end up. But I think you know, at such a young age, like realistically, I'm kind of at the bottom of the food chain. So I've accepted that there's a lot of things about the job that I'm not going to love at the same time. Um, So I think looking at that like long-term view of being like, okay, I might not love all the aspects of the job right now, but I know that it's going to get me to where I want to go. I think that drives me personally when I'm, you know, doing a task that I'm like, oh God, I would do anything to delegate this. (laughs) But I think as well, being passionate about your work is so important. You do this. It's like, I feel like growing up, they put such an importance on like study and university and picking the classes that you like. But realistically, that was like eight years of your life. Whereas your job is <laughs> 50 years of your life. If you don't like what you're doing, how are you ever going to like your life as a whole? Because you do it. It's like 80% of the time you spend like nine till five, five days a week. That's a lot of your life. That's a lot of time. Mm. If you don't like the people, I think the people you work with make a massive difference. For sure. If you don't like the job, you don't like the people you work with. Like how are you supposed to be happy in other aspects of your life? If you wake up every day and you're like, Oh God, not this again. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I also think company culture is so important. People like don't talk about her enough how important company culture is like I'm really lucky where I work is like amazing and they're great but like you hear stories of other people who just like just have shitty bosses and like nasty people and like it's just yeah it's so important to have a company that values collaboration and like yeah just like a good basically working environment a a negative like a boss that you don't like relate to you feel like you can't talk to Mm -hmm. honestly changes your whole Mm -hmm. experience of working wherever you know whether that's hospitality whether that's retail whether that's like industry specific it changes your whole mindset and like enjoyment at work if you feel like you can't talk to your boss yeah well everyone always like growing up everyone always said oh Jules hates work Jules hates work but that was because of all the places I had started like the cafe and the gym I was working at I had a horrible work environment not fun bosses um and then when I got to like my bar job with Emily, I was like, I fucking love work. Like, yeah, I, you like, loved sure. I got so excited coming to work with like my best friends, um, such a fun community, such a fun work environment, yeah. amazing boss. Our best, he ended up being like the boss, which was like so cool. Um, and then I was like that. I don't hate work. I hate my surroundings. If you want to like make my life hell, I will feel like I'm in hell. Yeah, That's exactly. It. 100%. Mm. And I feel like at the end of the day, 
if you get really into whatever you're doing, you get really passionate about it. It's just never going to feel like, you know, what is it? If you get really passionate, it's like you've never worked a day in your life yes. or whatever that saying yes. is. But yes. I mean, I only half believe that. Like when you work, mm-hmm. it definitely feels like work and you finish a day and you're like, oh, but it's nice to have that camaraderie, which is where I think office culture, back to our earlier point, is important. Mm. Because being in the office, everyone finishes at five and you're like, okay, let's grab a bed. Collectively need a drink. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Let's go to the fridge, grab a drink. So all of that is just, I think, becoming more and more important after being locked up. I'm excited for that. Like, I haven't experienced that. Uh, Yeah, I only had a couple times. But yeah, I was going to say the other thing I think that I've noticed about corona and like more virtual online working is like office or like business structures before corona were like very like pyramidal like you've got people you can't talk to and people that like it's like they're two levels above me on the food chain and I would feel weird about going to them in the office or something but for some reason I think the virtual environment and like like I would expect bosses to type with like perfect punctuation which is just like not the reality and it's just like way more accessible to speak to managers and like really high up people and I think that's like I think we're moving towards a more flat structure in business which I think is really beneficial but I think that also causes problems at the same time because if you're a driven person a more flat structure how do you feel like you're succeeding and growing and like moving forward in your career like a flat structure is great until you're like okay but I want to take the next step but there's 30 people all in line for the same job like how how are you supposed to so I think like my company's definitely trying to address that at the moment there's just simply not enough sales manager roles for the amount of sales people that want to manage a role. So how do they address that whilst retaining the talent instead of having them go elsewhere? Mm. Because otherwise people feel like, okay, well, I don't want to do like some people are happy to do the same job 40 years. Other people are like, you know what? No, I want to grow. I, I need to level forward. up. And then they yeah. leave the company and then they leave the company and like retention of talent is such a problem. Mm. They're saying right now it's an employee's market. So mm. if you're the per- like if you're the employee, you have the choice right now rather than like the employer. It's so hard to get staff. Like even in hospitality, it, because there's like no um, working holiday visas, everyone's like yeah. everyone had to leave. There's, it's so hard even to get bartenders. Like it's just crazy at the moment. Like if you want a job as a bartender, anyone, please look online. You'll be able to find. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So obviously. The tech industry is like pretty traditionally like male dominated. I guess all Absolutely. everything is male dominated because yeah, except for my team, seven women. That's yeah. it's so That's, crazy. I've honestly, yeah. I would dream to That's, work in yeah. that environment. That's that what we were talking about at crazy. the lunch. I was like, it. One of the reasons why I'm like so happy about staying in this like company in this role is because like I'm working with seven amazing, yep. confident, smart women. And it's so empowering. It makes me feel really intelligent and it makes me so excited and like not scared that like it, you know, women just like always want to do good for you. And like, Absolutely. it's such a cool environment. Oh make, God, I'm jealous. Women make better managers, like according to all the studies because they're well, more I empathetic. Think, exactly. I agree with that. But I think also like, cause I do work in a male dominated industry you either find that women are like really empathetic and they want to do everything they can to help you and blah, blah, blah. But I've also found the opposite where a lot of like older women who have, you know, spent 25 plus years in the workplace. In a male dominated industry. industry, They're rude. Like clawed their way to the top and now they just don't give a fuck. No, no, no. Like they're mean because they're like, I had to suffer. I had to act like a male to get through this. I had to go through 
all of this shit. Now I'm going to make sure you had to go through what I had to go through. Awful. Which is so awful. awful. I, th- You know, like when you're doing that, you're paving the way so that other women below you don't have to. Yeah. When you like literally I've been in this meeting where I walked in and she just went, <laughs> no. <gasps> and I was like excuse you oh my god like just so rude and the whole time i was like oh you know i'm chelsea i'm here to, and this is back when i was an intern like i was you know it's scary as an intern yeah you and you're like what 18 19 literally i was like i have no idea what i'm doing i know i don't know what i'm talking about and i go in and i'm like is there anything i can do to help you like blah blah and she's like yep do this and it's just like you could be like hey like thanks so much for offering i'd love if you could please help me with this it doesn't take long it's it not that no hard. effort exactly it's not hard to be a nice person Mm-mm. so i think that it's definitely a double-edged sword because, like, they've had to literally fight their way to, mm. you know, make it in a male-dominated industry. So now they're like, it, you know, it might not even be conscious. They're, like, hardened almost exactly. by their environment. Literally. Yeah. It's like they're mm-hmm. cold. They had to act like a male to make it. And now they that's like don't crazy. know where that line is. Yeah. That's so sad. So, which is, you know, hard as a 19-year-old girl going into – this business you've been there for you know hardly ever and you're like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) what am I walking into do you ever feel like you had to like as you're saying like act like a male or act differently at work like how does your personality change when you I have what I call like my all my friends laugh at me because they say it's awful to hear me on a work call because I have a corporate laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I have this. Like, Give it to us now. Yeah, I want a demo. Okay, say a, say a bad joke. Oh, my God. There's beans in my soup. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my work. Phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, was, that was not real, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't trust the cameras also how great was my joke (laughs) there's beans in my soup dude that was good thank you as a corporate in a corporate environment i could i could that would well because sometimes you just have to laugh yeah no i have like not to i have like a what is it like a what do they say like the fake smile yeah but like it's like printed on for the whole work call and then as soon as i look off i go (sighs) oh like yeah. You're not like poker facing, but you like got a mask. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I think everyone has their own work mask. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, because I think you have to as well. Otherwise, yeah. It's you customer don't... service, baby. I don't, I don't want these people that, work, that I work with or my customers, more importantly, to see that crazy woman I am on a weekend. <laughs> that's that's stowaway. That's friends, Chelsea. Yeah. That is not customer, Chelsea. It's I'm a cherry blossom, strawberry shortcake, Chelsea. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think like that has a, like evolved over time? Obviously, you've been in the company for a while. Do you think like when you were there initially... Like you were sort of a little bit more carefree or like how do, how has that developed over time? And like as you've taken on more like responsibility and leadership. It's definitely evolved over time and I'm really loving because I've been through a lot of early talent programs in the company. Um, so I'm really loving at the moment. I have a lot of like different early talent people coming and like asking me for advice and stuff, which has been amazing because I'm like, yeah, I can like I love giving back and like that's why I want to be CEO to like inspire people and things like that. So I love that I'm able to do that at the moment. Whereas when I first arrived, it was just like white idea, like looking into the headlights. Like I had no idea what I was talking about. Like it just felt like every time I went into a meeting, everything went over my head. I had no idea what I was doing. Everyone could see straight through me. Um, But I think now like walking into the business, I'm a lot more confident um and even just like dealing with some of the males in the business like the way I used to deal with them whereas the way I do now is just 
so different compared to like when I was 19, I pretty much let everything slide. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> please don't, please don't tell on me. Like, oh, you know, if you do yeah. something wrong, whereas now I'd be like, if someone's like, oh, you should have done this. And I'm like, well, you should have taught me how. Like, you, you know, I'm 22. You know, I'm young. You want me to do it the way you like it done? You better take the time and teach me. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to do it the way I've already been taught. Mm. So I think like just having that sense of like self-confidence and being like, no, no, no. I back myself and my abilities to like move forward has made a massive difference in my like corporate mask, I think. Yeah, for sure. Have you like experienced too much like sexism in the workplace or like especially like as you're young, like you're, you're kind of both. You're young and you are female. So how does that play into the like – old white male dominant in the industry yeah i work in a technology industry which is first of all male dominated industry and then within that i work in mining so a male dominated industry within a male dominated industry so you're a queen you're amazing (laughs) the hard part is i know that my boss he didn't hire me but like i was brought into his team as the diversity card (gasps) and like i was i am the only female ae in that team Whoa. and there's like 20 of them well so, like, i know i see your work calls and it's just and all it's just old all, men i work with all 50 year old white males all day every day like that's who i work with that's who i talk to it's shocking i'm becoming one like half of my jokes are uh, yeah. disgraceful i like and half of my analogies i'm like oh my god you're actually an old white male like chelsea snap out <laughs> of it but there's been instances where i've literally been excluded from meetings like <gasps> no. like blatantly excluded and like I've asked, why was I not invited? And they just say, oh, what, you know, what were you going to provide that I couldn't kind of thing? No. Um, and th- there's, you know, been instances where someone, I've literally been like to my manager, you know, I'm feeling really low. I'm feeling really, this has been really tough because it is, it's so tough. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it was easy to get that self-confidence. Earlier this year, I remember telling Jules, like, I'm seriously struggling at work, but, you know, I made it through that. I was able to talk to my manager. I was really lucky. I was able to talk to my manager. And he was asked, this guy at work was asked three times to apologize to me. He didn't. He told the the first time he told them he called me, he didn't. Second time he told them again that he called me, didn't. And then the third time I was like to my manager, there's literally no point. Like this guy clearly won't change. Why are we even trying? And she was like, no, 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 this is ridiculous. Called him. So finally I get a call and he was like, let's just put you on this tiny little project that has no significance to the oh account God. and let's just keep you there. And I literally turned around and I was like, no, I'm as much on the, you know, I'm as much a part of the a team yeah. as everyone else. Um, you know, you need to treat me like Respect it. Respect it. But I think, yeah, I've had, I'm really lucky as well. I've had great supporters that um, are also males in the business, but that have stuck up for me and stuff. Um, which yeah, kind of makes do. me feel like a five-year-old girl at some points, but it's I'm also annoying. like, yeah. I'm very lucky to have a, like a good support system at work around me. Yeah, no, it's definitely important to mention. Like, obviously, when we're talking about it being male-dominated, there are incredible males who incredible. are so supportive and exactly. like amazing mentors and like all of that. Like, yeah, I just want to clarify, we're not shitting on every male no. who works in a corporate industry. <laughs> there, but but there, it definitely is a. It's a like at right now, Australia. I find Australians really negative, just as a general. Yeah. 
I can vouch for that. <laughs> I think, like, because we grew up in Singapore. Yeah. And, like, we were forced, like, you were just forced to have a really open mind. You were mm-hmm. forced to, like, working in an Australian culture. And maybe this is just the minors that I work with. But they're so cynical. Yeah. Like, everyone's really negative and cynical. And I'm like, yeah, let's do they this. Think it's like a character trait, like a personality trait yeah. to be negative. And that's where I'm just like stop you're boring me and you're giving me bad vibes or it's like the classic like australians always answer with the negative so it's like how are you yeah not bad yeah what have you been up to not much oh my god i've never noticed i've never heard that but Instead yeah that's of such like, a thing i'm good i'm doing you know lots or like i've been busy they always answer not good not much yeah mm. i hate it <laughs> i hate it i just i'm like oh, i'm going somewhere else <laughs> I'm getting out of here. True. Um. Obviously, yeah. So you've like, obviously, yeah. You guys both grew up overseas and like lived there a lot. So are you wanting to like stay in Australia? Where is like your international Chelsea Inc. private jets? Like, where are we going? Where are we going? We are going everywhere. I think growing up, like moving a lot. I don't like my nature. I've never been in one place more than seven years, and that was Singapore, which was such a transit country anyway mm-hmm. but i think yeah i'm hoping to go to new york at some point very in the soon. near future yeah. that would be amazing i think that new york would just be amazing like career-wise opportunity-wise but yeah i don't know i don't want to say where it could take me i don't know la anywhere when i become a famous movie star and they what start about they want to sell the movie rights europe absolutely mm, italy. london italy france can you speak French for us now? <laughs> <laughs> had a few. Ooh, I've had a few people that I've like hung out with, and they're like, "Can you please speak French really? to me? Do it for us." Yeah. Come on, Julia. I get starstruck. Starstruck. Yeah, you are the star by me. <laughs> yeah, performance anxiety. My God, she's starstruck by herself. Literally. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, like you studied in Melbourne. Yep. Right. You went to Monash. I did. I right? went to Monash. Yeah, you're a queen. Um, and then you're working in Melbourne, everything like that. And you, like, you clawed your way to where you are now, which is like incredible. And you're like massive role model to. Oh, thank you. Like, you're probably one of the only other people I knew who was working in a corporate environment and seeing how much you were killing it when I started and like getting to know you. I was like, oh, oh my shit, God, stop like, it! Oh thank you. Yeah, let <laughs> me blush again. Stop uh, it. Um, but I was gonna say, like, what is advice that you would give to other like young girls, like in uni studying, like doing their what did you do? Business degree. Business, bachelor of business. Yeah, like sort of anything. Like what is the advice you give to people who are entering corporate world and like male-dominated environments? Because you've done both. Uh, I think entering the corporate world, never think you're too young. Like um, I think getting internships these days is so good. Like if you're serious mm-hmm, and you really yep. want to get into the business, like all people like experience has become the new university degree. It's what sets you apart now. A university degree is expected almost. So getting internships um, and networking, going to these yes. events, like mm-hmm. putting yourself out there, so important. Going into male-dominated industry, I think being yourself is just so important because at the end of the day, you don't want to put on so much of a mask that you can't be confident in like the persona that you've portrayed and I had to learn that very quickly that you know if I was going to pretend to be this person at work like you I can't keep that up for you know 100 days all the time like I can't keep it up for so many hours during my life so you have to let you know just be yourself um work is like anything else like you know there's the popular people and there's the people you know the nerds and like like high school it gets a little bit like that don't let it phase you find your people 
Um, and yeah, just rely on, find good mentors and mm, have them support that. you. Yeah. Yeah. You got this one. girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite memory of me? <laughs> my god favorite memory of Juliet. there's almost too many to count i think yeah. um one of my favorite memories is i have i still have it on my laptop actually <gasps> oh god yeah. chelsea you can't- <laughs> <laughs> let's just I take away this <laughs> I still have I regret it. What's your favorite em- um, memory of Emily? Juliet, when we were young, she used to make these videos of her like dancing. She had a YouTube channel. It was incredible. You had a YouTube channel? Yes. And I used to be in these videos. We did Ice Ice Baby. Oh. We did Hollow They're not Girl. there anymore. They're like, not there li- anymore. They're all deleted. But. Do you still have a copy? I have it. Something <laughs> even better. I have a 16 minute. Chelsea, people are going to hack your computer for this. You should not be no, telling people No, 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 don't worry. This. It's on lockdown. I have it under like a zip with a lock. I have a 16 minute video of Juliet singing and dancing to all like 2008 songs. And it is personally one of the favorite things. Like anytime I'm feeling a little down, oh, I pop that shit on and I'm like, yes, Juliet. That is the most embarrassing thing. I hate, I hate that. I hate I that. I so we much have regret. So many memories, though. Yeah, we have. We went. She used to date the kid next door to me. Oh my god! Like yeah. the house, like and like I'm. When I say next door, I mean like it was one house with a wall in the middle. It was one of those houses. houses. Oh, okay. And she used to like walk around on the roof to like go and see her boyfriend, and then like sneak back over to my house. Yes, so barely, barely. Very cute. It was very cute. Wait, the story? There was like a story last week and we were like, you have to tell us on the podcast. What was it? Oh, us throwing Milo at each other at your house. Yeah, was it that? There was another one. I can't remember it either. Remember it was good. I remember it being good. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll find it out. We'll think of it. Chelsea can put it up oh, in a oh. video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dance Watch to the it. Instagram. I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Well, God. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys so much it's for having so me. It's so nice to so have you fun. here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been talking about this for so long. We always knew like you were going to be one of the guests that we had to have on purely for this topic. Oh, purely. Stop it. I have so love the podcast. So happy to be here. Oh, stop it. No, you're actually amazing. And like, yeah, I think you're so cool to listen to just to talk about like, yeah, obviously tech, male, young, like all of these things. It's just like we need good examples of people who are hustling and you if do that. Are, thank you. If there are any women out there that need some advice or want to come and talk to me. Oh, cutie. Reach out, ladies and gentlemen. Cutie. I'm here. <laughs> we love that. Okay. Well, you are amazing. Hasta la vista. We're going to go have so much. a few drinks, eat some pizza oh, and relax. Bye. Bye. Bye.